0: Yes, sir, let's go into an OEC Fiber Football Friday. We are out and about today. Can't wait for the Sooners and SMU tomorrow. Our pregame show begins tomorrow at 11 a.m. We will uh, have you covered. All the pregame insight uh, that you need right here on the ref. I am at my home away from home. The one, the only, newly renovated Riverwind Casino, Riverwind weekend game plan Come on out here and play one of their nearly 3,000 electronic gaming machines on the newly renovated game floor. Table games, of course, available as well. Great poker room, you name it, they have it. Have a great meal at the uh, River Buffet on state night tonight or seafood night tomorrow night on Saturday night and a big-time brunch again happening on Sunday. And, uh, Connor Pasby, why don't you back in the Buffalo Wild Wings studio Give us a little musical taste of what's happening at the Showplace Theater tonight. Is there anything happening at the Showplace Theater tonight? Yes. REO Speedwagon on the Showplace Theater stage tonight. And uh, we've got a little musical clip for you. I couldn't hear it, but we've got that produced for you. We'll try and get that. Hopefully the computer will get going for us. But uh, that's happening tonight. Going to be a big-time show. Great classic rock and roll band. All the hits tonight. And I've got a surprise for you here in just a minute to tell you about uh, this show tonight. Also, a week from this Friday night, Rock and Roll Hall of Famers Chicago will be here at the Showplace Theater. So you talk about two great back-to-back bands Uh, This Friday night, tonight, REO Speedwagon. Next Friday night, Chicago. And uh, don't forget, tomorrow night, they have drawings for the 50K Harvest Winnings promotion where you can win a bunch of cash and bonus play. Parker Thune, you are out and about uh, on this OEC Fiber Football Friday. Tell us where you are and what's happening.
1: Yeah, that's right, Steely. I'm out here at dillard State, which began in June 20 of, of 2022 norman's most successful real estate companies don size real estate and the dillard group don size have been in existence since 1960 been in 1980 I want to talk about a kevin durant golden state warriors type of merger there that's what this amounts to but that's where i'm at and by the way that reo Speedwagon, which leaves two options either you're not getting the correct return feed from the studio or or your hearing's just getting a little spotty in your older I, age? I,
0: I, I could not hear it, so I assumed it didn't uh, it didn't air. So I don't know. I guess we didn't get the feed on that. So I was probably talking right over it like an amateur. So my hearing, I blast the headphones so loud, Parker, that even this old man hearing that I have, I hear pretty well because my knob goes to 11, just like that line, and this is spinal tap. So my bad on that if I talked over it, but I, I couldn't hear I couldn't hear it. All right. Um, what else is happening? Speaking of REO, speaking of REO, our man, the GM out here, Justin Yehola, great guy, great, uh, great general manager out here, has given me a pair of tickets to give away to the REO Speedwagon show tonight. I got a pair of tickets for somebody now. I'm in an area right now where we don't have a ton of people, so they can't hear me right now. There are a bunch of people in here, but in this area right now, it's not that crowded. But what I wanted anyway, somebody who's out and about, maybe nearby Wayne Casino, the first person who comes to my setup here right in front of Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant, the first person who comes to Chips and Ales and simply says, Boomer. That's it. Come to the table here where I'm set up at Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant. First person who comes in and simply says, Boomer, you're going to get a pair of tickets to see REO tonight, all right? We will leave them for you at the box office under your name. All you have to do is present your ID, and you're good to go to see REO Speedwagon tonight. All right, um, we have a clip from Steve Wilfong, and I know you've said that Nigel Smith is picking Oklahoma today. But uh, once again, uh, that has been something that you've talked about for, it seems like, a year now. But let's hear what Steve Wilfong had to say. And uh, this is the clip that came out within the last, uh, oh, 24 hours or so. And, yes, believe it or not, Steve Wilfong says he likes OU for Nigel Smith.
2: Leaning towards the Boomer Sooners. Oklahoma has done the program to watch. For Nigel Smith, since Brent Venables and his staff got to Norman, they were one of the first prospects they reached out to and prioritized from Coach Chavis to Coach Bates. He has felt a close connection with them. He has been to campus numerous times. I mean, he's recently been on Oklahoma's campus. And just the trajectory of the program, you talk to him about OU and he points to Coach Venables having number one defenses at Kansas State. And Clemson, he thinks that's trajectory at Oklahoma, relationship with Coach Valai. The entire staff, I think he feels very comfortable in Norman. And I like where Oklahoma sits going into this announcement.
0: Yes, the uh, situation looks good for Oklahoma. There's no doubt about it. And uh, did did you just yell, Boomer? You did? All right, you're not like employed here, though, are you? Are you? Yeah. Uh-oh. I don't think I can do that. I don't think Justin would let me do that. All right, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They're trying to. They're trying to game the system here to get tickets to REO tonight. Uh, so again, first person who comes in uh, and says "Boomer." You're going to get a pair of tickets to see REO tonight. All right, my question to you, Parker Thune, after I, uh, like a true amateur, talked over the REO soundtrack earlier. Jeez. But I was thinking, we don't need dead air. I thought it was dead air, so my bad. Uh, where will Nigel Smith rank? We know two five-stars, David Stone, Taylor Tatum, uh, Devon Mitchell, Zion Kearney, Jaden Hardy, guys like that are highly ranked in this Oklahoma class as well. Where will? Where does he fit on the pecking order of uh, big-time recruits for OU in this class
1: yeah well first off did Steve say he's leaning toward the boomer Sooners we need to uh we need to clean up the league yes he did yes uh, I have a, a there. faux we pa. need, to, we need to get a memo a put pa. out as to yeah but yeah no everything he said about Nigel Smith holds up fully expected to be Oklahoma tonight for the four-star defensive lineman out of Melissa Texas and that is a guy, and we've talked about this, Steely, in past years, in most past years, that would have been by far and away your biggest acquisition in any given recruiting class on the defensive side of the ball, obviously most specifically on the defensive line. Getting top of the in is not something that has been commonplace at Oklahoma in recent years, but obviously that narrative is beginning to change with Venables and his R.P.J. a Atabari, last year. Uh, and that really the trend for what is likely going to amount to a much more star-studded class of defensive linemen here in the 2024 cycle. David Stone's already on board. Once Nigel Smith jumps on the wagon, as it were, then I think the focus becomes, well, what can you do as far as a potential flip down the line with Williams Nguyen and or Dominic McKinley, a guy that's flirted with Uh, that the Sooners lead for. So as far as Nigel impact within this class, I've said it before, I'll say it again, I think Zion Kearney has the potential to be the best wide receiver Oklahoma has rostered since CeeDee Lamb. That's a guy that can legitimately do it all. But Nigel Smith is no less than top three right now when you look across the board at the current commits and figure what they're capable of doing at the collegiate level and what they will do given the tutelage and the development and the coaching that this group is going to get from Brent Venables and his staff.
0: All right, so clearly uh, this kid, Nigel Smith, will be one of the prized recruits of this class and will commit to Oklahoma. Do we have a, a time for that yet, uh, an official time? Is it set? going to be about 7.15. There you go. All right, and uh, the Steve Wiltfong clip, even though he did say the boomer sooners, yes, uh, brought to you by Ortho Central. That's our Ortho Central clip of the day here on Steel Man and Thune at noon. Ortho Central with clinics in Norman, Midwest City, and now a tri city location serving Newcastle, Tuttle, and Blanchard. These full service uh, clinics treat orthopedic and sports medicine injuries. We got people calling the phone here at Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant saying, can I get the tickets already? You you have to be here. I said, come in here to the table and say Boomer. You can't call on the phone and say Boomer and get the tickets. I mean, people are trying to game the system here. You know, if you can get here and say Boomer before anybody else, just come up to the table. You will get the pair of REO tickets. Yeah, the the nice lady from Chips and Ales walked over. Hey, there's a guy on the phone, who says he wants the tickets and said Boomer. I'm like, uh, that's cheating. Come here and say it in person, and you'll get them. So there you go. 405-651-3439 on the knipple Chevrolet text line. That is 405- 651-3439. Sooners and SMU tomorrow. Our pregame show begins at 11 a.m. Can't wait. Going to be awesome. Should be obviously a bigger test for Oklahoma. One the Sooners should be able to handle. But we will talk a lot more in depth about the matchup with the ponies tomorrow. ESPN Plus at 5 o'clock. All right. Break time right here. I am out at the one and only Riverwind Casino. Parker. Out and about on an OEC Fiber Football Friday. Brandon Drum at 135. David Goodspeed will join us a uh, little after 1 o'clock today. We have a lot of football to talk about. A lot of football to talk about. And uh, we'll start breaking down in depth Oklahoma SMU in the very next segment. By the way, if the guys listening out there who called on the phone, if you can get here and say boomer before everybody else, they're your tickets. But, yeah, I just can't, I can't do it over the phone. So, anyway. All right, break time. It's a Friday. It's an OEC Fiber Football Friday. We'll hit up the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, talk more about Oklahoma SMU. We will do it next right here on The Ref. All right, we are back. Hour number one also brought to you by a great company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Tim Lasher, great, great Sooner, great company. Heating and air needs, you need those addressed. They'll do a great job for you, 405-579-3113. I still have the pair of tickets, folks. What happens sometimes when you do one of these things where you say somebody from the outside has got to come in here and just come up to my table here outside Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant inside Riverwind Casino and just come say Boomer, and you get a pair of tickets to see REO tonight? A lot of people might be out driving around. Oh, I'll never get there. I can't get there in time. Guess what? You can you know, so we've got the tickets still here waiting on somebody to come by. They've been out there for like five minutes. Somebody tried to call on the phone to Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant and get the tickets. It's like, uh, that; those those aren't the rules. But come on in here, first person from outside, comes out here to Riverwind, walks up to my table here and just says, Boomer, you will get the tickets. We will have them for you at the box office Uh tonight for the show REO Speedwagon should be great. All right, since I talked all over it like a total uh, amateur just out of journalism school in the first segment, let's roll that again. REO Speedwagon in concert tonight here at Riverwind. Can that is going to be a big-time show tonight here at the Showplace Theater. And think about next Friday night as well, we will have Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Chicago on the Showplace Theater stage. All right, first person who comes in from outside comes over to the table here at Riverwind. I'm right outside of Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant. Simply says, Boomer, you were going to get... The pair of tickets I have for tonight's REO Speedwagon show. All right, let's hear from Brent Venables on the matchup with SMU tomorrow. The Sooners, I've seen everywhere from a sixteen and a half to fifteen and a half point favorite. The line varies uh, a little bit from place to place, but Oklahoma is uh, is a favorite in this game. And obviously, last week they uh, they just destroyed, demolished, annihilated Arkansas State seventy three to nothing. There was a lot to like about what the Sooners did, but BB said. This week, it's going to be a little bit tougher test with SMU.
3: The challenge is going to be uh, greater this week uh, for obvious reasons. And you're looking at a team that's probably got more depth and and certainly got more experience. Arkansas State was a very young team. This is a team that, as I said, I think it's maybe 15 seniors uh, starting between the offense and the defense. That's a bunch of seniors. And uh, senior teams play with maturity. Uh, usually they play with um, a different level of confidence. You know their fundamentals're usually better. The moments aren't too big. so um, but we've got a, a good group of seniors as well. And um, my expectation is we continue to you know, push and strive and hopefully execute to where we're continuing to complement one another. you know for us to have the kind of season uh, that we desire that's it's going to take that.
0: There you go. That is uh, Brent Venables talking about the matchup with the Mustangs. And uh, where do you think and how do you think the Sooners are going to be more tested in this matchup coming up tomorrow, Parker, uh, than they were in week one? Obviously, talent is is the clear answer. But what do you think, what are you going to be looking for tomorrow? Yes, yeah, Dealey, well, I
1: think when you look at the less talented teams, comparative to Oklahoma, that have knocked off the Sooners in recent years, One of the common denominators, right, is a quarterback that can get outside the pocket, make stuff happen with his legs, and threaten the Sooners' defense in that regard. Obviously, you think back to uh, not only a guy like Adrian Martinez during his time at Nebraska and Kansas State, but also uh, perhaps it's not as quickly that it springs to your mind, but a guy like Garrett Green last year up at West Virginia, where he was able to do just enough to squeak the Mountaineers past the Sooners because he made a couple extra plays with his legs that otherwise might not have been made. So it's going to be on this Sooners defense, and particularly this front seven, to curtail Preston Stone's impact on this game with his legs. Obviously, he's going to get his through the air. I expect SMU to move the ball via the pass game. How effectively do they move the ball? I don't know. Preston Stone is a guy that, uh, you know, if if you bait him right, if you... Execute your assignments in coverage. You'll probably pick up a turnover or two over the course of a game. But I I think what I'm most curious about as far as the pass game is concerned is who is Oklahoma going to match up with Jordan Hudson and how much can they shut Jordan Hudson out of the passing attack? Because that is the most talented pass catcher that SMU has on its roster right now obviously Rasheed Rice who we saw score a touchdown last night in his NFL debut with the Kansas City Chiefs he was SMU's calling card at that wide receiver position the last few years Uh, he's off to the league Jordan Hudson comes in via the transfer portal from TCU a former blue chip recruit at least one recruiting service had him rated as a five-star prospect in the class of 2022 so that is a guy that if you give him the leeway can create some matchup nightmares on the perimeter. So really got to, more than anything, cope with Preston Stone's ability to hurt you with his legs. Quarterback containment is going to be huge for the Sooners. And then you also just have to make sure you don't get burned by Jordan Hudson and that you account for him every single time he's out there on the field.
0: All right, my Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. That's 405 405- Six five one thirty four thirty nine. Uh, you guys out there, out there in the ref army, always do a great job uh, with a ton of text. So let's get your thoughts, score prediction, and what's going to happen tomorrow. What are you looking for? Just your general thoughts on the game tomorrow. You want to give us a score pick? That's fine. Parker, you uh, you have the honors today uh, on this OEC Fiber Football Friday. And don't forget, David Goodspeed will join us a little after one for about five minutes. Uh, but let's get to the text line. Hey, give me just a second, Celia. I'm still logging
1: into the text line. It's always more of a process when I'm out here remotely. Not a problem.
0: Uh, to get logged Not a in problem. to
1: the knipple Myers text line. But, yes, filibuster for 30 seconds, and I got you covered.
0: Well, we still have the REO tickets because I requested that it's somebody who comes to Riverwind and, uh, and just comes to the table here in front of Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant and says, Boomer, that's all you got to say. Come over to the table. Uh, walk on over here and just say Boomer, and you get a pair of tickets to see REO tonight. I have one pair. So, again, if you think you can't make it or maybe, man, that's 20 minutes, I'll never make it, you know what? A bunch of people probably are thinking the same thing. So get on out here. I know the uh, there's one person that that I, I know is on the way. I don't know how far away they are. Somebody's walking in rather rapidly right now, so we'll see. All right, you want to get to the text line?
1: Let's do it. Dirty Mike in Okarchi says, 41-24 OU, also Boomer. Candy from Norman says, I get SMU is better than Arkansas State, but if we can't handle SMU, then Texas and the rest of the Big 12 will be ugly. And that's undeniably true. This is going to be Oklahoma's first true measuring stick in this 2023 season. And, look, nobody that Oklahoma will play – over the first half of this season is going to give them nearly the challenge that Texas will in the Cotton Bowl. At least that's not my expectation. I expect Oklahoma to be 5-0 and rolling into that matchup with Texas. But how they perform tomorrow against an SMU team that's got some firepower, especially at the offensive skill positions, is really going to tell us a lot, Steely, about how much growth and how much progression there has been from 2022 on to 2023 because, undeniably – the 2022 Oklahoma Sooners, Steely, would be more than capable of losing this game tomorrow.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, look, we're not going to get all the answers uh, tomorrow. We're going to get more answers. That's that's what we're looking for. We, holy cow, is that my mic? Jeez. Uh, so we are going to get – what is going on today? Jeez. Jeez. Um, we're going to get a lot more answers than we did in week one. That's the bottom line. That is the bottom line right there. And, again, I don't know. We, we may not get all the answers sooner fans want, maybe until the Cotton Bowl or maybe after the Cincinnati game. We'll have to wait and see. But, uh, clearly, you will have a lot more of an idea where this football team is after this game coming up tomorrow night. All right, back to the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line.
1: Patrick says, SMU fans are coming in thinking they're going to win the game. They're talking a lot of trash. Have you seen this? I've seen a few fans mention this, Steely, that apparently SMU is talking a lot of smack. At least on social media, I haven't really caught wind of that.
0: I mean, I don't pay much attention to that stuff, to be honest with you. But, yeah, I've heard that SMU is coming in pretty confident. you know, I think part of what's happening here is it's 6-7. and seven. All right, I'm going to have to change this mic out, too. What is going on today? All right, yeah, I, I think when you're 6-7 and seven and you uh, you have some of the problems you had a year ago, then uh, that gives the opposition more confidence. They can come in here and win the game. But this is not the same team as we saw a year ago. At least it didn't look like it last week. All right, take the next text, and I'm going to change this mic out.
1: Done and done. A listener in the 903 says OU34, SMU3. Book it. Zane says, what if I'm currently over 100 miles away from the casino and I won't be able to go to the concert tonight? Then what? I'll take my answer off the air. Uh, from the 405, my friend who lives in Dallas says SMU will push OU. Burley Boomer says, OU 31-13 to at the half, 52-23 to final. Uh, from the 580, we know one thing that will happen tomorrow. Someone from Arkansas Will hate on Ethan Downs, a reference, of course, to the texter that has been dubbed the Ethan Downs hater, because literally all he's ever done on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line is hate on Ethan Downs. Gunny of Stutzman Army says 49 to 13 with another special teams touchdown from G Freaky. Brian in Cameron, Oklahoma, says 45 to 17 OU tomorrow. And another 580 listener says, "I'm taking a 45 to 21 win over the horses." But yes, SMU Twitter is alive and well. Well, now I got to go to Twitter and f- figure out how to get to the SMU side of Twitter because I'm very curious to see what type of smack those fans are actually talking.
0: All right, I think I got this changed out. I'm. People, I apologize. I don't like doing amateur radio, but the mic shorted out. We've had a few issues here today. It's not Riverwinds. You know, it's the old man here. Uh, this mic was fine, and then uh, I, it just started shorting out on me. So, anyway, apologize for that. We've got it cleaned up now, it looks like. Let's take a quick break here at Riverwind Casino. Weekend plan. Come on out here. Have a great meal of Chips and Ales. The food court, Stay night at the River Buffet. We've got REO Speedwagon in concert tonight. Should be a great show at the Showplace Theater. Let's talk more Sooners and give more of your texts when we get back right here on The Ref. Back here with you, Riverwind Casino and OAC Fiber Football for Friday. REO Speedwagon in concert tonight. Come on out and uh, be the first person to uh, just come to my table out here outside uh, Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant and say, Boomer, that's all you have to say and you will get this pair of tickets to the REO Speedwagon Show tonight at the Showplace Theater. Always happy to be here at a great place, the one and only, simply the best, newly renovated, looks spectacular, Riverwind Casino. All right, uh, we've got a big matchup in Tuscaloosa tomorrow night, and I believe we have a new twist on our Longhorn 8-bit openers. Let's roll that.
3: Longhorn Nation, we're back.
0: Uh, Parker really loves those 8 bit there's, openings. So I decided to a very let's, let's go with a different appropriate version.
1: somber type of vibe
0: <laughs> to this. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll be uh, the sound of the uh, bus ride home or the bus ride to the airport uh, <laughs> after the game tomorrow night. Uh, let's hear from Steve Sarkeesian on the matchup. The big one Texas and the Tide tomorrow night in Tuscaloosa. Here is the Longhorns head coach. Uh, Clearly, week two is a great challenge. Going to play uh, Alabama in Tuscaloosa, Bryant-Denny Stadium,
2: Uh, should be a a great night of football. I I know that the key to the drill for us is focusing
0: on what we need to do to prepare uh, and getting ourselves in the right frame of mind, you know, mentally, physically, and emotionally to play a four-quarter, hard-fought, very physical game. Coach, um, road tests against top five teams, they're few and far. To win something like that would be quite a statement. Do your guys get motivated by that opportunity? Uh, we're focused on what we need to do. Uh, the, the moment you start focusing on what the outcome could be, what the result could be, the game hits you in the mouth and you lose. So we got to focus on what we need to do. There you go. Uh, as you would expect here in, uh, in this market, people are uh, predicting uh, a Longhorn uh, demolition tomorrow night. in Texas is the demolished part of that demolition. Uh, do you think the horns might surprise some people and hang with Texas and have a shot late in this game? Or are you on that same boat with a lot of other people, Parker, where ah, Texas is going to get beat and get beat pretty bad?
1: Man, it's funny because there are a lot of national pundits, a lot of very well-respected voices right now that are picking Texas outright to win this game over Alabama tomorrow. I'm honestly quite surprised by how much buzz there is surrounding not only the Longhorns' ability to hang with the Crimson Tide tomorrow, but to actually go to Tuscaloosa and win. Because, look, as I see it, Steely, if you rewind to when these two teams played in Austin last year, obviously Texas packs that stadium with 100,000 strong, the Longhorn faithful. And admittedly, they came very close to winning that football game But for anyone who recalls how that game actually went down, what transpired that day in Austin, Texas, I think one of the things that you recall was it was quite arguably the sloppiest game we have ever seen from a Nick Saban football team. So on any other Saturday afternoon, is the game even that close between the Tide and the Longhorns? I'm not convinced. And so Personally, I am counting on Alabama not committing 15 penalties for 100 penalty yards again tomorrow night in Tuscaloosa, and I'm counting on the Crimson Tide being able to handle their business with relative ease at home against Quinn Ewers and the Horns.
0: Yeah, I've got uh, Bama at my as my lock of the week, and I think uh, we've got like three people in the Ref Royal Rumble who are liking Texas as well. So we'll see. We will see. Uh, you know, Quinn Ewers played really well against Bama last uh, last year before he went out with the injury uh, late in that first quarter. But uh, we'll see. I, I think that Bama at home should be able to win this, win this by a couple touchdowns, maybe work it up to, uh, you know, a 17-21-point victory if they play well. All right. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405 651 Let's get as many techs in as we can here. All right, to the text line.
1: Sean says, is Sark the last adult in America with a faux hawk?
0: <laughs> he does. He does kind of have that look, doesn't he? You know what was crazy about Sark? And he's a lot more likable than Tom Herman, but 99% of American or people on the planet are more likable than Tom Herman. He was so smug. But, uh, you know, I still can't get that. That picture out of my mind of him going after that producer that was holding him back in the uh, in the bowl game i mean he dropped some f-bombs on that dude so but uh, we'll see this is a big year i think for sark and uh, uh i don't like their chances very much tomorrow night but if somehow they get get that dub then uh who knows who knows i gotta see it to believe it is always from texas a listener in the 405 asks, where can we
1: watch the video OU put out with Peyton Bowen and Brandon Hall about how to stream the game? That is on the OU football Twitter page. And by the way, like if you didn't already realize that Brandon Hall is one of the most hilarious, most likable people on the entire planet, I'm sure you will after watching that video. Brandon Hall is awesome. And Peyton Bowen is awesome. Good uh, stuff. the 405. Yeah,
0: absolutely good stuff.
1: From a listener here in the 405, Sark's face doesn't match his voice. Sounds like a little boy.
0: Well, I uh, I guess so. Yeah, to a certain extent. I want to see what kind of controversy develops at Texas this year. Last year, the pole assassin and G, G of the monkey. Didn't it happen like uh, in week three or so where, uh, where that went down? So let's just hope there will be another Longhorn crazy story that – you know, rolls around again this year. I would say there's a pretty good chance of it. Uh, from the
1: 214, Gator says, Smoo who and hashtag spike was safe. Uh, <laughs> okay, this is actually funny. Also, the one texter from the 405 said, Sark's face doesn't match his voice. Sounds like a little boy. Another listener in the 405 followed up and said, Parker's voice doesn't match his face. Sounds like a grown man looks 12. Fact check, unfortunately true. Uh, Lone Scout on the text line says, Texas should win this game. Any team who has Kevin Steele as their defensive coordinator is a lost cause.
0: Old Kevin Steele, yeah, yeah. Kevin Steele's uh, been well-traveled. My two biggest memories, I I believe, of Kevin Steele would be one, when he was at Baylor, right, he was at the Big 12 Media Days. And I remember uh, washing my hands in the rest facilities, and there was Kevin Steele, and he had a spray thing of binaca. And he must have sprayed, like, the entire binaca, uh the little bitty binaca tube can, whatever. He must have sprayed, like, five times. So apparently he has cool. some really bad breath he has to deal with. And the other one was when Kevin Green went after him in the NFL. So, there you go.
1: A uh, couple, couple really good texts here to close out this segment. Patrick on the text line says, all gas, no brakes indeed. Texas is going to get the brakes beaten off them tomorrow. Uh, and then a gunny you know, the of one I Army. Like,
0: What's up? The one I like is, doesn't that apply more to Georgia now? All gas, no brakes, pretty much. That <laughs> way.
1: It took me a second, but yes. Yes, that could very appropriately be applied to Georgia football. Uh, and then, of course, Gunny of Stutzman Army did chime in simply to say Mule Shoe is a no-good rat.
0: There you go, you dirty rat, you dirty rats. Yes, Mule Shoe is a dirty rat, I agree. All right, definitely from the Roden family. We will take a break right here. Folks, I still have a pair of tickets to Speed Speedwagon. What did I tell you? I, this has happened in radio for years and years and years because if you tell somebody to come out and get something, they always think, I can't get there fast enough well somebody can come claim this pair of tickets to reo tonight reo Speedwagon here at the showplace theater uh come on out and get that pair of tickets just come by the table and say boomer we'll take a break coming right back a lot more sooner football conversation of course right here on the home of sooner fans all right, we are back. Good to have you along today here at the one and only Riverwind Casino. Happy to be here on an OEC Fiber Football Friday. Mike Steele along with Parker Thune, Connor Pasby running the show back in the studio today. You know, as we age, cataract surgery, those are two words that don't go well together, cataract and surgery. But it often happens when you get older, and it's not just about restoring your sight. It's always about, you know, upgrading the quality of your life later when you're aging. So when it's time for cataract surgery, you really have one big decision, like that fourth and one call in a big game that can affect your life, certainly can affect your vision for the rest of your life. That choice is between a standard lens, which more often than not still requires you to rely on glasses for reading, or a premium lens which can fix that problem. You don't have to worry about the reading glasses down the road ever again. So consider a premium lens like hand optics, Vividy, or a light adjustable lens, the leading choices that can provide crystal clear vision and freedom from glasses. And if you want to see far and you want to see near, you know where to go. You have to come here to the advanced laser center and check out the new LASIK.com with our man, Dr. Bellardo. That's the new LASIK Dot com. All right, Parker. Let's. Uh, we've got David Goodspeed at the uh, top of the hour. We've got our buddy Brandon Drum at one thirty-five. Sooners will be getting the commitment from Nigel Smith tonight. Uh, have you uh, Have you done the class calculator where that might position OU's twenty twenty-four class after this commit?
1: Well, I know that when you look at the uh, the current rivals rankings, team rankings that is, the Sooners sit at number 10, so the addition of a top 100 player like Nigel Smith, while I don't have the capacity to do the immediate calculations right now, I'm, I'm looking and I would guess that that is good enough to move them at least up to number 7, potentially higher. So you're talking about a class that you, know, you add Nigel Smith and you're already knocking on the door of a top 5 recruiting class.
0: Travis Davidson text coming in 3, 2, 1. Wait for it. All right, what else do we have on the text line?
1: On the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, uh, Santa John says, watched an ESPN program regarding LSU's training camp and this season's first game, similar to the OUDNA programs. I have a problem with listening to Brian Kelly and watching how he walks very effeminate and creepy. How can a masculine football player take him seriously?
0: There's something about Brian Kelly that uh, he's a good football coach, no doubt. But I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know if creepy is the word. I, I don't trust the guy. I mean, he's got the same age in his mule suit, Trace Armstrong. And uh, I just think he, he's a little bit slimy in my book. Uh, and particularly when he showed up at the LSU basketball game and tried to turn into Jethro from the Beverly Hillbillies. I mean, come on, dude. That was ridiculous. All right, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet Tech line, 405-651-3439. A 918
1: listener says, Anyone who thinks Texas has a chance tomorrow simply hasn't watched Sabin coach. He will leave no doubt as to who is the better team. Another listener from up in the 918 said, Don't forget, we were supposed to play Georgia tomorrow.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> that's exactly right. Man, can you imagine what that atmosphere would have looked like? And hopefully the atmosphere. And, and last week, really, besides Lindsay Street, everything was great. It was just a surprise that it was Cricket City, USA, over there on Lindsay Street. But... I would expect later kickoff and uh, kind of a little more information about, you know, how you can get over there and what you need to do. Uh, I would expect Lindsey Street will look a lot better this week. I I don't know if it will be packed or not, but I think it will look better.
1: Back to the text line here from the 405. You know how the golden hat is tiny and fits on top of everyone's head? Well, it fits Sark.
0: Really? Hmm. I did not, did not know that. Uh, by the way, here is the Travis Davidson text. In the composite, we would jump Michigan to number eight and be nipping at Tennessee's heels at number seven. So there you go. Uh, Travis Davidson has the calculation done. Sooners get Nigel Smith tonight, and they will, unless something happens with you know teams above them. <laughs> Uh, It's always fluid, but uh, Oklahoma would move up to number eight in the composite rankings.
1: Well, Spence in Tulsa said, is Nigel Smith a lock? And Steely opened the segment by saying the Sooners will be getting the commitment from Nigel Smith tonight, and then just added, uh, just doubled down, I suppose, or tripled down at this point. Steely is a firm believer that Nigel Smith is OU bound tonight, which is a fair assumption given the overall tenor of that recruitment for quite some time now.
0: I mean this would be a a absolute shocker, you know, an absolute shocker if uh, if it went any other direction. I mean, we really don't know, do we, Parker, who is even really the closest to Oklahoma or do we? Ohio State, who? I uh, I guess the answer would be Ohio State, I
1: guess, but Then again, the margin has just been so large between Oklahoma and the rest of the field all throughout Nigel Smith's recruitment. I would say ever since about last July, it has been OU comfortably ahead of everybody else. To that point, it had been OU and A&M, OU and A&M, and then OU jumped out in front and has never relinquished that advantage. From the 405 on the text line, last year Alabama sold out to stop the run because of the two running backs. Had nothing to do with Ewers. That kid's going to be picking grass out of his helmet all night tomorrow
0: night. Well, I do agree with that assessment. Uh, they certainly, uh, and Bijan Mainly, obviously, who was maybe the best running back in college football a year ago, uh, a lot of people would say. Uh, so yeah, Texas. I'm sure a lot of their defensive focus was on Bijan. So, and the running game is not nearly, uh, you know, at that caliber this year. I mean, Texas is always going to have talent, but uh, Bijan is a special talent, so I agree with that assessment. It's going to be uh, interesting to see how Quinn Ewers plays against the Tide this time around after playing well the quarter he was in a year ago. All right, got to get out of here for hour number one. Thank you. Last year, home comfort systems 405-579-3113. That is 405 5793113 thats 405 579 3113. Lasher Home Comfort Systems, they will do a great job for you. Next hour, David Goodspeed will tell us what's happening with OEC Fiber and uh, talk a little Sooners with us. And we have the one and only Brandon Drum, Parker's colleague over at OU Insider. He'll talk sooner recruiting with us. Nigel Smith's commitment tonight. And once ahead, Grant Bricks and others for Oklahoma. We'll get into that coming up at 135. So stay with us right here on the Home of Sooner fans. Here at Riverwind on an OEC Fiverr football Friday. Tonight's REO Speedwagon in concert. Ladies and gentlemen, the tickets are gone. The tickets are gone that I had to give away. And uh, they have been claimed. So, should be a great show tonight. REO Speedwagon at the Showplace Theater. And then uh, next Friday will be another great show at the Showplace Theater. Oh, my gosh. You missed him by like... Two seconds. That's all
3: good.
0: Are you sure? Yeah. It happened, All right. Oh, my God. Literally within the last 90 seconds, Paul. I'm sorry. But I'm going to check back and uh, the gentleman said, I'm 98% sure that I'm going to be able to go that came by here. He said he would come back. If if he comes back and says, I'm not going to be able to make it, but he said he was 98% sure. But if he doesn't, I will give you a call, all right? Appreciate you. Thanks for listening. All right. Man, that, it happened so quickly. It happened so quickly. But, Paul, you will get these if that uh, other gentleman says he cannot go. But he said he was 98% sure Uh, and he said he would get back to me if he couldn't. But uh, anyway, the tickets have been claimed for REO tonight. OEC Fiber Football Friday, Uh, great weekend here at Riverwind. Uh, Come on out tonight, have a great meal at the River Buffet. Uh, Steak night tonight, seafood night tomorrow night, all you can eat, great brunch on Sunday. Uh, We have the REO Speedwagon Show tonight, and like I said, next Friday night, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Band Chicago on the Showplace Theater stage, and uh, also the uh, drawing for the big uh, 50K Harvest Winnings promotion uh, will be happening tomorrow night as well. Come on out, win some cash and bonus play. All right, David Goodspeed joining us here in a minute, and uh, Parker is out at the OEC Fiber Football Friday location. What's happening, Parker? Not much,
4: man. How are you doing?
0: Well, good. That's David. That's not Parker. But uh, David is here with uh, with Parker. And, uh, David, uh, you you're said, a huge partner.
4: I was like, hey, partner. Hey, all right. That's right.
0: We're, we're going to oh, be here. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I guess we are partners. We are partners. And uh, Parker and I are, you know, Parker's Parker and you're a partner. So, yes, no problem. Uh, what were your thoughts on the Sooners uh, opening uh, day showing last week?
4: Well, I, I think that kind of underwhelmed everybody. I think they could have easily scored 87, 88 if they had tried, you know, just not a lot of effort, right. You know, no, I was all joking aside. That was great. You know, I think that's what the fans needed. That's what team needed. That's what, you know, Plank and I were talking about it this morning. It's uh, it's, it's, it's good. I mean, impressive. They, they were fast. There was no cramping. Didn't see many players, you know, tapping themselves out, heat exhaustion or anything like that. So uh, when you're Smitty built, you're Smitty built. Right. And, uh, kind of like a Ford, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty impressive. So we'll see how it goes this weekend. You know, my love for SMU, it's a little bit of, you know, little, little, uh, two-sided, like the Hatfield McCoys here, but, uh, I was getting a lot of grief earlier. I, I think that, I think SMU might put up some points, man. I mean, talking like 21 points wouldn't surprise me, you know, but I still think OU's going to pull it out, you know, 38, 42 points, something like that. But, uh, Impressive. I think we're, we're on the right track, right? I think we're on the right track. So, good to
0: see. Yeah, they uh, they look good in so many areas. And I think the thing that stood out, again, a shutout, I don't care who you're playing, that's impressive. But not only that, they just have so many more options that they didn't have a year ago in terms of depth. One guy's not getting it done. They can plug somebody else in there. It also will help them uh, with their uh, stamina down the stretch. And a lot of these games they lost at crunch time a year ago when maybe they were worn out. And I think, uh, you know, they played, uh, what, 88 guys or so last week. So they've got a lot of guys that, uh, you know, if somebody's having an off day can get in there and and maybe get the job done on any given Saturday. But uh, David Goodspeed is with us. And, David, uh, OEC Fiber continues to grow. You guys established a great culture. And you have competitive depth all over the area now because of uh, your service continues to be highly rated, and uh, so many people have switched to OEC Fiber. Tell us what's happening with uh, with OEC Fiber now.
4: Yeah, you know, we, I, I mentioned it last week is that we've won it two years in a row now from the journal record, uh, best internet provider in the state of Oklahoma. So that's going up against anybody and everybody that's out there getting you uh getting you online and things like that. And so we're really proud of what we do. Um, I, I always say that the reason why we're so successful is because we care and we're accessible and I'm easy to find if you, if you want to talk to me directly and I've been out in people's homes to look at issues and things they've had and struggles or how do we do this type thing. And we, we've worked with everybody from, you know, home to, uh, you know, business like Don's eyes, which we're also, you know, featuring them just uh, today. And, uh, you know, great opportunity to you know chat about them and and how it's impacted their business. You know, reliability. I was talking with one of their one of the real estate agents who uh, we were going back to whenever that building they're in was built in 1971. And I know I do not look 52, but uh, it was built. I was built in 1971 too. But uh, you know, the, the fact that he said, "Hey, you know what? What I love about it is reliable." You know, he said we used to have so many routers in here, and and that building's been added onto, and there's concrete blocks and all that other type stuff. And our team went in and, uh, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years of experience in the industry and went in and solved their problem. And he said, you know what? I don't have a problem anymore. And so that's that's what we'd like to do. And we, you know, we we started with a certain price point at 55 and 85 for the 100 meg and the gig, uh, symmetrical with no data caps. And we stuck with that for the last, you know, six years. It's six years that uh, this month that OEC Fiber was born, I guess is the best thing to say. So it's it's a pretty exciting time, pretty exciting time. But. But I will say that unless you were not listening earlier to Plank, I offered you up to, to do something with me. So I hope you're in. Really? Yeah. So if you go by Don Size over there on Robinson Street, right next door to Brookhaven and Auto, which we were there last week, um, right. there is a, a giveaway for a, a golf at the Trails Country Club. And it's a golf for two and a cart. And I said that if you didn't want the cart, that Chris Plank and I would carry the bags, but I would get you a headset, and you could do play-by-play.
0: Play. <laughs> I've got to do the English voice like Ben Wright or somebody back in the day. Yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't offer you so, a carry uh,
4: bag. I, 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 I appreciate you and respect you too much. Now, Plank, he, he, he was talking about that he lost a little weight, you know, there on the uh, field last week sweating it off, but he put it back on. So I'm worried about his health. So I'm going to make him carry the bag, but you get the headset with a big antenna on top of the head and the the big microphone and uh, we'll, we'll get out there. So I offered it up that if you didn't want the cart and then one of my employees said, why don't you drive the cart? And I was like, Hey, you should should see my credit report on my auto insurance before we, before we offer that up. So, but uh, no, good time. Yeah. So, so head out to Don size today and sign up um, to, to win the, the golf for two to the trails and, and a golf cart or, Chris Plank, David just be Mike Steely. I, I don't know what you, what you would, you know, how do you choose between that? There's no choice,
0: right? No choice. Uh, either way, you're winning. That's for sure. Either there way, you you're go. winning. There, there you, you go. go. Hey, David, as always, we appreciate you guys at OEC Fiber. It's been a great uh, relationship, and it's always great to represent a company that where the customer is always happy always happy and they are at oec fiber there's another place i know where people literally want to pull their hair out because they can't get out of a contract or their uh, you know their uh, their feed on a streaming show looks like a minecraft video game or something <laughs> you know what i'm talking about they well, you know, you did, uh, they are they they are, they are very annoying
4: you, you did bring up one thing is that we do not do contracts so uh, that's, the other, that's the other beauty of it, right? It's a simple $100 install. We do not charge for equipment, rental fee, or anything like that. There's no contract. So you can come and go as you please, and we will make sure that you are taken care of. Because like I said many years ago when we started this, I said take everything that's good and bad about your Internet provider and let's be the best we can be. And I think we've built a team that, that cares and do it the right way. And honest and fair and accessible. Like I said, anybody has a has a concern, question, complaint, I always say you got to just give me a call, and I, I am one phone call away from talking to you directly and, and making sure that you're taken care of. And you don't get that in this day and age with a lot of people anymore. So we take great pride in that.
0: No, you usually get a bot or somebody who's hired out uh, in another country. And it's, it's uh, GPC, very, right? very yeah, frustrating. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, okay, Hey, David, you're the best. Thank you very much. We love OEC Fiber. Thank you, man. Have a good time. We'll see you next week. The one and only David Goodspeed, Mr. OEC Fiber. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We'll create a longer second segment instead of trying to get a bunch of stuff in here in 90 seconds or so. Let's take a timeout right here, a little earlier than normal. We'll get back to Parker on this OEC Fiber Football Friday. The REO tickets are now spoken for. I feel bad for Paul, man. Really good duty. just came by, and he missed by, like, two minutes. He missed it by that much. But, Paul, I have your card. If something falls through, we'll call you out of the bullpen, all right? So be ready to throw some heat, potentially. Could happen. You never know. Uh, but, anyway, uh, David, want to uh, congratulate you on being the winner uh, or Charles is the winner. I'm sorry, David. Where did I write? Oh, for David Goodspeed. I'm, I'm losing my mind today. Charles, Charles in charge of the uh, REO tickets tonight. Paul, thank you for coming by. Paul looked like a, a guy that could bench press uh, maybe three, three hundred pounds like ten times, and could crush a, a golf ball off the tee. That kind of guy. All right, we're gonna break. Come back. All of your texts. And, uh, oh, by the way, we also have my uncle coming up in the next segment uh, from the T-Row in the morning show this morning. So all that coming up next right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. Riverwind Casino, ladies and gentlemen, on an OEC Fiber football Friday. Tomorrow, Tomorrow, our pregame show begins at 11 a.m. We'll be on location at Yo Pablo and Balfour before the game. All right. Parker gets it started at 11 a.m. We'll all be out at either Yo Pablo or Balfour post game tomorrow at the legendary O'Connell's Irish Pub and Grill after the Sooners and SMU. All right, we're going to get to a lot of text here uh, in just a few minutes, but first, my uncle was on early this morning. Uh, T. Rowe brings him on every Friday morning before a Sooner football game in the fall. And, uh, They have a little conversation. Uncle offers up his prediction. He was very close last week. Let's see how that conversation went down this morning here on The Rep.
4: Well, after one week, no
1: prognosticator in the state of Oklahoma has been more accurate than the uncle. I'm eager today to see what he has to say about this week's game against the Mustangs. And we welcome him in now. Legendary Steely's uncle. Good morning, uncle.
3: Good morning, T-Row. I want to start with a dissertation here. I am sick and tired of a few of these namby-pamby people and so-called experts saying that SMU is going to be a real test for us. Really? University of Oklahoma is getting ready to drop a bomb on their buttocks bigger than the Gap Band ever sang about. And when this is all over, they will be wishing with well, that death penalty they got back in the 80s because this is going to be a lot more painful. This will be a symphony of destruction Saturday night, and only the Sooners will be left standing.
1: Symphony of destruction. Very poetic. Well done by you, Uncle. Thank uh, you. Boy, I got I to gotta give you some props. You almost nailed your prediction last week.
3: As damn. Hicks once said about Tiger Woods, expect anything different? <laughs> no, good. I don't think so. Well, thank you, T-Row. Are you ready for Uncle's mailbag? Please, yeah, go ahead. All right, here we go. Hey, Uncle, what is the best ass-kicking story that you're most proud of over the years? Clean up a little from up. cement. Well back in 1970 I was shooting a movie out of Paramount Pictures. Very few people know that with really? uh, the producer there, Bob Evans. It was a western called a western called Souter Nation. Well, Bruce Lee, you remember him, you know Kato? Sure. Yeah. Walked on the set one day and was making fun of my Oklahoma accent. So I said, You want a piece of me, Lee? <laughs> and he came at me with those nunchucks of his, and I grabbed one of those nunchucks, and I shoved it so far up to his t-shirt yeah. that he was right. begging for mercy, all right? Wow. wow. And I mean, I mean, T-Row, it was way up his general okay. booty, if you yep. know what I mean. Wow. TJ, he Uncle said, kicked Bruce Lee's butt.
0: Man, it's like a Tarantino
3: right. movie or something. Well, he said, get it out of there, Uncle. And I said, when you say Boomer, I will. And he was like, Boomer. I made him say it 47 times in honor of our winning streak before it was all over. And Bruce Lee never messed with me again, and that's what we're going to do to SMU tomorrow night.
0: Of all the Bruce Lee uh, stories never I've heard, heard in my one. life, I have never heard that yeah. one. Amazing!
1: But he's really no no way he can refute it at this point <laughs> no. either. So,
3: Tudor Nation went straight to beta. By the way, didn't do very well. It was me, Will Greer, Lauren Green, and Anne Margaret. But very few people have seen that movie.
1: Wow! What a story. What else is in your mailbag today?
3: Well, that's it for the mailbag, but I oh, okay. got something else for you. Another prediction of a route. All right. We only Go have so much time in Stamps this. Stamps are decade, too expensive. You, know? you
4: only got one letter this week. <laughs> that's right. Go ahead. What's your prediction? All right,
3: so OU pounds the ponies with great offense and devastating defense tomorrow night. passes of 75 yards or more. Now wow. receivers will be running wide open. Dylan will get more freebies than TJ gets from Chick-fil-A, right? <laughs> and when the dust settles, SMU will be Pimento cheese, baby. Sooners win it 72 to nothing. They go to 2-0, and, and that's a big boomer.
0: Thank you, Uncle. Two shutouts, wow. There you go, 72 to nothing. It was, uh, I think it was 89 to nothing. Uh, and uncle was halfway home. It was 45 zip at halftime last week against Arkansas State. We'll see. Uh, I wouldn't expect that the Sooners would score 72 tomorrow night, but we'll see. Maybe maybe they'll pitch another shutout. Who knows? All right, Parker Thune, you have the Meyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. Travis Davidson's going to be out here at Riverwind, by the way at 3 o'clock on the rush today. So, Trav will be on, again, from 3 to 6 out here at Riverwind. What do we have on the text line?
1: Spenson Tulsa says, Uncle has clearly been taking his meds, and I'm proud of him for it. Ohio Sooner says, that was a top-10 all-time Uncle appearance. Uh, A listener in the 405 says, Parker mentioned there was a good video with Peyton Bowen and Brandon Hall on SMU. Where was that again? That would have been on the Oklahoma football Twitter page. So if you go search for OU football on Twitter, you pull up the official Twitter page of Oklahoma football, you will see that video that prominently features safety's coach Brandon Hall and, of course, five-star freshman safety, Peyton Bowen. It is pretty phenomenal. Uh, Cody says, I wish they had service north of 12th Street and more just west of I-35. Sad face. Apologies, Cody. You know where there is always service, though? On the KREF app, which is why we all recommend that you download the KREF app if you want to get unparalleled access and clear signal round the clock from your favorite host at KREF.
0: There you go. All right, uh, 405-651-3439. And more coming up with Brandon Drum, of course, in the uh, next segment. I feel bad because now everybody's coming by saying boomer. And uh, the pair of tickets are gone. Paul was so close. Paul was so very close and missed it by that much. Uh, Charles was our winner. And we'll be going to see REO Speedwagon tonight here at the Showplace Theater. And I just got (laughs) got this earlier. Steely, you seemed really bothered by technical issues. Uh, Yes, they drive me insane. That that microphone, (laughs) if we're we're talking about, yeah, the mic just shorted out all of a sudden. Then I talked over the REO mix down. I couldn't hear it, and I thought, well, if it's dead air, I need to start talking because you don't need, like, 30 seconds of dead air. So I am like you music aficionados that go way back. I am the perfectionist that Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys would be in the studio or Phil Spector or, like, Steely Dan I want the production value to be good every day. That's why I don't like run clips off YouTube or anything, because you can get a commercial in there or something. I want them pre-edited. I want the sound quality to be good. If it's not good enough, it does make the cut. So, yes, I believe me, my wife can tell you, people who watch my stream, if anything goes wrong and the production value suffers, I get very frustrated. But that's just me. That's me. And you know what? I need to learn. Things happen in life. But, yes, I do. I do. All right. uh, Parker, you're a stickler, too, right? Aren't you a stickler? As far as audio quality?
1: Yes, very much Yes. I want the production value to be high.
0: I don't like substandard stuff, whether it's video or, you know, like some of the videos I see in in some of these interviews. I mean, you with your new microphone setup it's really good like uh, you know my man eddie usually has good stuff too but some of the other stuff i'm like that audio is brutal absolutely brutal um but that's just me most people don't care they just don't care but i do and i know you do that's why you came out as a five star of the uh, gaylord school of journalism so anyway all right uh 405-651-3439 405-651-3439 you want to get like two more in and then we've got brandon coming up i think yeah we still got a couple minutes in this segment because we broke early for the uh, first segment let's do it uh steely random question what side of the family is your uncle on mothers or fathers my uncle is on my mother's side of the family yes from the 405, was a, boy.
1: <laughs> was a new depth chart released, and if so, was there any changes that stood out? I'll have to look at the game notes. If there was a depth chart released with any significant uh, changes, uh, I was not apprised of that. But, look, depth chart for the first three weeks of the season, there's not going to be a whole lot of stock to be put into that because uh, a lot of guys will be getting playing time any way you slice it, and it won't be until the conference slate starts that we get an idea and we get a real idea of who the coaching staff trusts and who they don't so i would say check back in week four for meaningful tangible updates to the depth chart
0: there you go all right uh i got a break right here we got our guy brandon drum coming up on the riverwind casino hotline riverwind weekend plan very simple. Get on out here. Have yourself a great meal tonight. Food Court Spectacular 2, Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant. The River Buffet is awesome. It is steak night tonight. And on the Showplace Theater stage, the one, the only, REO Speedwagon. Congratulations to Charles, our winner of a pair of tickets. To those who came a little bit late, my most humbled apologies. You were all very, very nice. And don't forget, tomorrow night here at Riverwind, They will have the big drawings, preliminary drawings, 7 to 11.30, grand prize drawings just before midnight. Come on out and win your share of $50,000 in cash and bonus play from our friends here at Riverwind Casino. The renovation looks spectacular. If you haven't been here and seen the new Riverwind, what are you doing? Get on out here. We'll be back with Brandon Drum next here on The Ref. Back with you, OEC Fiber Football Friday. Tomorrow, the Sooners and SMU, 5 o'clock, ESPNU telecast. Our pregame show begins at 11 a.m. with Parker tomorrow. We'll be at Pablo and Balfour of Norman on Campus Corner before the game tomorrow. And then after the game, a couple hours of postgame with uh, Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson. And again, uh, that will be at the legendary O'Connell's Irish Pub and Grill. As far as our crews out uh, tomorrow, Parker gets us started eleven to one. Chris Blank will be at Yo Pablo uh, from one to two, and uh, then we have also uh, from one to two, we've got Teddy and Tiro over at Balfour. I will be at Balfour of Norman from two to four, and then Tyler McComas will be at Yo Pablo from two to four. So we got you covered right here on the ref. All right, uh, Brandon Drum joining us. And uh, Brandon, the Sooners about ready to get a big-time defensive line commit tonight in uh, Nigel Smith, which we Travis Davidson did the uh, class calculation in the, in the uh, cumulative rankings. I think it would push the Sooners up to number eight. Tell us about Nigel Smith. And uh, obviously this is a really uh, going to be a big get for OU.
2: Yeah, I mean he is a six foot five, two hundred and seventy pound defensive lineman that can play the five, the four I, the seven, and the three tech. Um, very rangy, very twitchy. Comes from a good stock uh, genetically, with obviously his uh, dad being a six foot eight power forward. For ironically SMU, who will be in town this weekend in Norman. Uh, back in the day, so uh, he actually took a, I guess, what you want to call an honorary unofficial visit or a tip of the cap to his father's alma mater uh, this past summer. Um, But it's been an Oklahoma, A&M, Ohio State, Penn State battle uh, for some time. A&M has tried to make a late push. uh, Still, as quiet as, as it has been, You have to really like Oklahoma in this because notoriously the quieter the player, the more likely Oklahoma is going to land him because they kind of fit Oklahoma's culture, right? Like just gritty, uh, head down, business like, very Brent Venables-esque, very historical, historically Oklahoma type of kid. And uh, that seems to be what Nigel Smith is. Uh, He would be an excellent get. The number 82 overall prospect on Rivals.com. Just a a fantastic, fantastic player. Uh, and uh, he will be announcing tonight uh, when Melissa opens up their brand new stadium. Uh, I'll be on hand. Uh, so hopefully we'll be able to bring some good news to OU fans on Twitter and on a OU Insider.
1: All right, Brandon, so as we look at this class for Oklahoma as a whole, Nigel Smith has the potential to be the 22nd scholarship commit. You throw in, of course, two nationally ranked players that are committed to Oklahoma as walk-ons in three-star athlete Andy Bass and three-star defensive end Bergen Kaiser. This is a deep group already for Oklahoma and with what is still on the board the rest of the way in 2024, we could be looking at somewhere in the neighborhood of 30 scholarship commits by the time it's all said and done. I want to ask you this, though. If we're looking past Nigel Smith this evening, the next commit in Oklahoma's class is who in your eyes?
2: And we're talking 24, right? Yes, 24. Oh, man, that's a great question. Um I guess I would have to say it, it, the weird part is because he's going to be visiting this weekend is what I'm saying. And I guess I'll say Devin Jordan, potentially. Uh, Devon Jordan out of Tulsa Union. Uh, he's been you know playing this thing out, but he's going to be in Norman this weekend from what I'm hearing. And if that's truly the case, I think it's a really good chance for Oklahoma to close the door on a lot of things if they perform well and the visit goes well, obviously. I think those two things have to take place. Uh, his, his coach, or his position coach at Union, played for TCU. So TCU is obviously a big player there. I think the issues that TCU had this past weekend may have opened the door a little bit more for Oklahoma to, I guess, to shut the door on their end of the deal, if that makes sense. So, um, yeah, Oklahoma has to take care of business, though. They've got to do what's right, and I, I, I would essentially – I guess I would have him, or uh, man, I'm trying to think like, uh, and I'm probably slipping here, Parker, because you put me on the spot and I wasn't even thinking. But I guess assuming Devon, Devon Jordan, and I guess the other guy would have to be Boganowski, I guess because mm. I don't think he gets out of this month before he decides. I think this weekend, his trip to K State. Uh, obviously, I think K State's going to be Troy, but. It, it's it's a chance for him to pit, you know, the reality of the atmosphere is that Norman compared to Manhattan. And I know that Oklahoma's been in strong contact with the Boganowskis over the last 24, 48 hours. So they're starting to feel good about things. But, you know, an unofficial visit can change a lot. I think it all is going to depend on how this weekend goes for Boganowski.
0: Who's yours, by the way? You know, last you think about the uh, the big visits last week with Danny and Daniel, Okan me right. and uh, Okoye. Obviously, those went very well, and I know uh, Okan me might take a while. But uh, talk a little bit well, about think, again Okoye, the situation.
2: Yeah, yeah I think Okoye is another guy. Yeah, I know. I, I think Okoye is another guy. He's just different. Like I expect him to announce his top three in the next. I would, I guess, seventy-two hours or so, um, be my my. From what I've been told, from people that know him, and potentially, you know, very people very close to him, uh, there's there's a chance that he could announce the top three in the next seventy-two hours. And I guess from that point, it could be a matter of weeks. It could be a month before he announces his commitment. I do think is the leader there, far and away. I think it's just going to be dependent on does he make it back to Norman before he decides or does he decide before the Iowa State game? Does he take a trip? Does he take the Tennessee visit? Does he take uh, the, the trip to Texas uh, next week? I mean, those are all things that you have to watch in this scenario. And that's why I'm hesitant to say he's going to be the next one in line, if that makes sense but I do think at the end of the day he does choose Oklahoma. Again, particularly if Oklahoma goes out and dominates the SMU, I think that's even going to solidify more of his feelings towards the Sooners because that's what impressed him most was the changeup in Oklahoma's defense from last year to this year where they did shut out a team. It didn't matter how bad the team was. They shut shut them out, and Oklahoma did what they had to do uh, not only closing them out early, they didn't have to push late to close them out. And they had, that's what happened last year. And that was kind of his reservation with Oklahoma and why they were so far down on his list, because he didn't see the fire, the passion with the talent. And he thought that that, that was lacking. He said that changed, completely changed for Oklahoma this year. So, And that's what, along with his relationship with Miguel Chavez skyrocketing and really, really growing, I think all of that, compacted with a lot of other variables have uh, made Oklahoma really hard to beat there.
1: Okay, Brandon, uh, based on what we've seen amongst these guys, amongst Oklahoma's commits (laughs) through their first two, three weeks of action, variably, who is the one 2024 commit for Oklahoma that we are not talking about enough in terms of what they have the potential to accomplish in a Sooner uniform?
2: Andy Bass. I think you and there I both agree we go. on that, right? Yeah, I think you and I both agree on that. He is a freak. <laughs> I mean, like, I think people don't understand the fact that Oklahoma got him to go come in on a preferred walk on, nil. When he had Kansas State offers, he had Syracuse. He had a a horde of offers that were committable scholarship offers, and he chooses Oklahoma in a, a preferred walk on in the nil. And I can tell you that people in Norman are doing cartwheels because they think that guy has a chance to be special, special. Uh, very, very versatile, can play him a slot, can play him a wide receiver, you can do a lot of things, very in a you know, is this racist type deal, Christian McCaffrey esque, blonde hair, blue eyed, you know, running back, right? And similar frame. And but they play a lot alike. And it's not because it's a white running back, it's because they play very similar in everything that they do. And so, especially with the speed and just the way they can break tackles and move in space and cut and and never lose their speed when they make that cut. And, man, he's going to be really good. He's going to be really good. He's going to be another in the long line of, um, you know, walk-ons that have come in and just played well for Oklahoma.
0: Good stuff, Brandon. We appreciate it. We'll see you in uh, Norman, tomorrow. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. Brandon Drum, OU Insider, joining us here on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. Our man Justin came through two pairs of tickets, and Paul is going to be a winner. So congratulations to Charles and Paul, who both won a pair of tickets to see REO Speedwagon on the good folks at Riverwind here tonight. You need to thank our man Justin Yahola, the uh, outstanding GM here at Riverwind Casino for uh, his charity with these tickets to see REO tonight. All right, break time. Let's come back and uh, talk a little more Sooner football. I'm going to give you my prediction. Uh, I don't know if Parker's going to save his until tomorrow, but I'm going to offer up mine. And uh, we may talk a little more Nigel Smith when we get back. Who knows? Stay with us right here on the home of Sooner fans. Big-time weekend, they always are, here at Riverwind Casino. Welcome back. OEC Fiber Football Friday rolls on. Travis Davidson will be back out here at Riverwind at 3 o'clock for the rush today. And uh, we got our man Connor Pasby in uh, the Buffalo Wild Wings studio. But tonight, REO Speedwagon on the Showplace Theater stage. Charles won a pair of tickets to see REO. And Paul won a pair of tickets to see REO Courtesy of the good folks here at Riverwind Casino and their GM, Justin. All right. Um, let's, you know, I was looking for a, a dumbass clip of the week, and I couldn't find one. Maybe I just didn't look hard enough. Maybe I I, I overlooked one. But I do so you have just, our you clip of the week. Uh, yeah, did you I, not, I couldn't find uh, one.
1: So you, I mean, did you look over all of the things Colin Cowherd said this week? Nothing fit the bill?
0: You know, I've kind of tuned him out a little bit. What did he say? Did I miss something that he said this week? No, I was just wondering, because, you know, he talks for, what, three hours a day? Five days yeah, a week? Usually. There has to be a, a stupid take ground, in there You're right. Yeah. Maybe I just didn't have enough time. But uh, I do have a, what I think is our clip of the week, and you were the one who alerted me to the, uh, the last part of the interview so I could piece it back together. But this is uh, Peyton Bowen on the matchup with smu here it is
2: really explosive
1: they got fast receivers they recruited great in their um in the transfer portal so they got guys like um miami transfer running back Knighton. um their receivers fast twitchy they can make plays they're going to take the shots like they're going to give us 50 50 balls but in my in my eyes Like, we got to make those plays. Like, we can't let them – it can't be called 50-50 balls. We got to have the higher percentage, in my opinion. So, that's the DBs and what we're thinking. And so, they're going to be high tempo, high run, high shots, and we just got to make plays. We can't give up big plays. I mean, they played Tulsa and La Tech. They ain't played no one like Oklahoma and Oklahoma's defense. So, they're going to be in for a shot.
0: There you go. No uh, no uh, dumbass clip of the week this week. I'm sure we'll have something for next week. But Peyton Bowen, uh, people were fired up when they heard that on the text line earlier this week. And uh, he certainly doesn't lack for confidence, Peyton Bowen. And, uh, you know, he, he played well in week one, and you would think that he's going to be just playing more as the season goes along. Um, is your one worry with the defense tomorrow um, – The other quarterback position. Now, people sometimes act like Woody Washington, and this is a little bit of an exaggeration, probably a lot of bit of an exaggeration, like Woody Washington just locks down one side of the field. I think he's a good player, but I don't think he's that. But what about Gentry Williams, who played great last week in those other corners, uh, you know, with Hudson and some of those SME receivers? Is that an area maybe of concern or an area to watch, you think, Parker? I think just in general, I, I, I don't know if there's an
1: area of legitimate concern because I do think Oklahoma has both more talent and more depth than SMU. But, again, the main things I'm watching tomorrow are can Oklahoma keep Preston Stone in the pocket, keep him from hurting you with his legs, and then also can you just – it doesn't necessarily have to come down to a single individual, although I do think – woody washington ends up getting the bulk of the work against jordan hudson but can the sooner defense account for jordan hudson on every single snap and make sure that the most talented guy on the field for the opposing offense isn't the guy that beats you if you can take jordan hudson out of this game i think smu becomes much less daunting as a passing attack and obviously they got some talent at running back between Jalen Knighton and kamar wheaton and uh lj johnson jr but I think if SMU wins this game tomorrow, they're going to have to have a strong game through the air. That obviously starts with Preston Stone, and I think it also starts with Jordan Hudson, just given his level of talent.
0: Now, Kamar Wheaton was suspended for the opener, right? And uh, he's good to go, as far as we know, for OU? He
1: is, as far as we know, good to go for OU, yes. I I, I have not heard or seen anything that would suggest he is not available for the game tomorrow.
0: Kamar Whedon's hard to find, though, you know, and get a hold of. So you never know if he's going to be there or not, right? I mean, that's kind of how it was when <laughs> everybody was following him on the recruiting trail. There's no doubt. All right. Uh, so, Connor, what do you guys have? Uh, big, uh, big night again, KRF Sports TV real quick. Give us a rundown on what's happening because you guys are out and about everywhere. What's happening tonight?
3: Yeah, we got Norman North at
1: Edmond Santa Fe, more at Norman. Those are some of the uh, kind of big ones around here. We also got Blanchard and Piedmont, uh, Bigsby and Sand Springs. So there's, those are some of the few that we have tonight. I think we got over eight games on TV tonight. So it uh, should be a lot of fun, Mike, if, if you want to lay back and Watch some high school football on a Friday night. KRESports.tv is the place to go.
0: All right. Uh, real quick, a text before we get out of here. Steely, did you say Les Miles was at Colorado back in the day? Yes. He, uh, he was on Bill McCartney's staff. You know, Gary Barnett, who eventually got the head coaching job there. And I think uh, Bob Simmons was there for a while, too. But uh, I know he was. But, yeah, Les Miles was on uh, Bill McCartney's staff at uh, CU before he got to uh, Oklahoma State. So the answer to that question, sir, is yes. Okay. want to thank everybody here at Riverwind. Justin, Reed, the great crew out here. They are awesome. Always love being out here. If you haven't been to the new Riverwind, you need to get out of here. Uh, get out here and uh, check out what it looks like. It looks amazing. It it always looked great, but the best has gotten better. want to thank Oklahoma Generator for sponsoring our second hour here today on Steel Man and Thune. Thank you very much. Go to okgen.com. Call them up at 405-321-6631. They're currently offering new customer discounts and free 10-year warranties with new installations. Everybody. Have a great rest of your Friday. We'll see you.